Before we start the show, we'd like to remind our audio listeners that this show was developed as a video podcast. If you'd like to see any of the visuals that are referenced in this episode, we invite you to check out our YouTube channel. Simply search for the Conquer Risk podcast. You'll see all the shows we produce, including this one. And just like the audio, you can subscribe to be notified the moment a new episode drops. Enjoy the show. From Research by Potomac and the Conquer Risk Podcast, this is Who Charted. Okay, welcome everybody. Coming back to you for a second round of the new and improved Who Charted. With me, as always, is Manish Kata. Uh, we're going to dive right into it. Uh, some of the most important charts that we see out there right now and give our take bullish or bearish. So in news that I've probably heard once every five years, as long as I've been alive, the dollar is apparently going to implode. Other countries are going to start trading things like oil and different currencies other than the dollar. Uh, It's all the hoopla once again, bullish or bearish. I think this is overblown. So let's call the news flow neutral at best, but probably overblown. But if we just want to kind of take things objectively, and look at the trend playing out here for the US dollar index. The trend here is bearish. It's been bearish since October. We're below the um, 10 week moving average. We're below the 40 week moving average. Uh, We're below an important support level at around 102, 103. So keeping it objective, checking the narrative at the door, because yes, we've been hearing about the demise of the dollar for years. I always think it's pretty funny that uh, the most common currency that gets brought up nowadays Uh, to replace the dollar is the yuan Um, meanwhile china has yet to unpeg their currency from ours so i don't see how that one plays out so let's call the narrative overblown uh let's call the trend here in the dollar bearish buy oil in bitcoin well you know how i feel about bitcoin (laughs) all right moving on all right so far year to date microsoft and apple are both up roughly over 20% as tech and FANG continue to lead this market higher, at least on a year-to-date basis. Participation, leadership, bullish or bearish? Uh, Bullish for growth investors, overblown as a bearish indicator. Uh, The bear narrative now is that leadership is concentrated in only a small handful of stocks, call them the FANG+. Plus. Uh, Thankfully, there's a FANG Plus ETF, so we can go out there and take a look at it. So taking a look at the FANG Plus ETF relative to the S&P 500, yes, it's outperforming. But you know what? It outperformed through most of 2020, um, which was a good year for the market. It underperformed through most of 2021, which was also a good year for the stock market. So overblown is a bearish indicator. This speaks to performance and not participation. So the bears who are looking at this as a breath indicator, I think they have it wrong. Um, I'm gonna call it neutral to slightly bullish here. And also listen, just buy what's going up and solve your problem, right? I mean, the trend is your friend until the end when it bends, right? (laughs) All right. Uh, Growing up in this industry, as I have, uh, you know, you read a lot of books from from other market uh, gurus, and Martin Zweig is one of them. Uh, Winning on Wall Street is his book that I grew up with. And and frankly, even at Potomac, uh, we use some of of the indicators 
developed by him around Fed fund rates and whatnot. And so he's kind of a pioneer in this industry. One of his indicators is a Zwag breath thrust, uh, which has been tossed around a lot recently. I think it's been bastardized to the point where people are changing what the actual inputs are. But apparently it fired, or maybe not. Not sure. Bullish or bearish? Uh, If it did fire, it's bullish. But I think regardless... If you're looking to make a breath argument, uh, the one to be made is actually bullish here. Um, so this is our version of the Zweig breath thrust. Now we're using all traded issues on the New York Stock Exchange. So the true definition uh, using that data set uh, did not give us the Zweig breath thrust, which is the 10-day EMA of advancers over advancers plus decliners uh, going from under 0.4 to over 0.615 within 10 days. Um, if you're using just equities, it appears to have fired. Regardless, this is the breath argument, not the previous case with Fang Plus. This is the breath argument right here. The simple fact of the matter is this speaks to participation in the market. A lot of stocks are going up. Um, so this is a bullish indicator. Uh, I am, however, bearish on the term guru uh, within Wall Street. And um, look, I think this has become bastardized. There are a lot of people that make up their own data sets. And unfortunately, um, Marty Zweig is no longer with us, so we cannot ask him what the true data set should be. So stocks only, breath rust fired, uh, all issues on the NYSE. It did not fire in its strictest definition. However, that 10-day EMA has made a strong move in a relatively short period of time. So if I want to make the breath argument, I would probably be making it to the bullish side. I'm going to die on the hill that uh, all issues over common stock every day of the week. I know you are, and there are people out there who will die on the other hill. The percentage of stocks that we consider highly correlated has been declining for quite some time. Usually, this goes up uh, during market weakness, not down. Bullish or bearish? I think it's a bullish indicator, especially if you fancy yourself a stock picker, right? We've heard a lot of people talk about just buy the index. You can't beat the market. Um, Largely speaking, sometimes that's true. Sometimes it's not, in my opinion. I think there are times where it makes sense to kind of be an index hugger and recognize that you're not getting paid to be different. And there are times where there are opportunities to be different. And that's where if you are a stock picker, you should shine. Uh, We appear to be approaching that environment right now. What we're looking at here is the percentage of stocks uh, that are highly correlated. And by highly correlated, we are saying that their correlation to the S&P 500 over the past six months is greater than 0.75. You can see that that was rising through most of 2022, which is a horrific year for the, for the S&P 500, down about 18%. You can see the massive spike in a panic in 2020 when all correlations essentially go to one. We didn't quite get there, but uh, you get the point. So I, I think this leans bullish, especially for active managers and, and stock pickers, uh, if you're going to shine, uh, this line heading lower is the environment for you to do so. So this one falls in the bullish camp for me. And news that will simultaneously explode the heads of hourly financial planners across the world. Gold just hit an all-time new high. Bullish or bearish? I mean, if you own gold, uh, new highs are bullish. Uh, This is a breakout of a consolidation that's been in place for about two years. Uh, People will argue that this is bearish from an economic standpoint. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, uh, you know, being a defensive asset, quote unquote. Uh, But listen, if you are 
if you have your allocation to your static allocation, set it and forget it, 5%, 10% to gold, then this is a bullish development. Listen, in defense of my hatred of Bitcoin, I hate gold equally as much. Um, I think that, you know, Bitcoin's digital gold. Get on board, boomer. <laughs> Moving on. In a surprise chart, since we do that once in a while, uh, with all the news and who charted and research reports and everything else out there, the S&P 500 has not moved at all exactly from this day going back two years bullish or bearish if you're a passive index hugger it's bearish because you know if except for dividends uh you're likely losing to inflation here um if you are an active manager who pays attention to things like relative strength and focuses on the areas of the market uh, that are leading versus lagging. I think that this is an opportunity to shine. And, you know, if you view the world that way, it's kind of bullish for you from that, from a, your trading strategy standpoint. But for all intents and purposes, flat is neutral on a, uh, on a real basis. However, it's bearish. Um, and I think it starts to make the argument for being a little bit more active. So bullish for, uh, bullish for the active managers out there. And, uh, uh, a punch in the gut to the passive crowd for now. And by active, you mean tactical. Tactical. All right. With that being said, let's wrap it up. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, we got a lot of good positive feedback on the last episode. I think people really like this new format, probably because I'm back in the mix. Uh, smash lack, that like button. Subscribe. <laughs> subscribe. Uh, do whatever you need to. Uh, we need to catch up to industry gossip. And uh, that'll do it for today. Thank you. And we'll check back in a couple weeks. Thanks, everyone. Potomac Fund Management is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This information is prepared for general information only and should not be considered as individual investment advice nor as a solicitation to buy or offer to sell any security. This material does not constitute any representation as to the suitability or appropriateness of any investment advisory program or security. Please visit our disclosure page, potomacfund.com slash disclosures, for more information. Potomac does not make any representation or warranties as to the accuracy, timeliness, suitability, completeness, or relevance of any information prepared by any unaffiliated third party, whether linked to the Potomac website or incorporated herein, and takes no responsibility for any of this information. The views of Potomac are subject to change, and Potomac is under no obligation to notify you of any changes. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that the future performance of any specific investment or investment strategy will be profitable or equal to any historical performance.